right, welcome to today's podcast. It's about 1.30, Thursday, October 14th. Um, Philip, should I have played some Lil Nas X for the intro song? <laughs> what is this that you're playing? This sounds very dramatic and depressing. Uh, this is Gary Clark. I think it's called This Land. Oh, no, no. Lil Nas X, I mean, I guess would have been slightly more appropriate, especially... What was that? Like, what was that whole thing? I'll make some sense of that. I was playing. Okay. I was playing this Gary Clark stuff when uh, before you left. Really? Yeah. It's like a mix of hip hop and country rock and blues. It's like New Age Lincoln Park. I guess more more <laughs> more more bluesy, but it's definitely a combination of some genres. I think I found him because he was on a Luke Cage episode when that show was out and then I dug into his uh, stuff. I was like this guy's really talented. I he's never had so far as I know like any kind of mainstream hit, but I know he's won lots of awards. I mean, it doesn't sound bad. I like his voice, his little little raspy bluesy voice. Yeah. Um and I could have played little Nas X because um a very old friend of mine who I used to work with in Detroit like 10 years ago um, his sister <clears throat> sees my stuff, <clears throat> and I posted, um, I've been playing with the meme, um, her. He's only a friend. The friend. <laughs> Someone extreme. Like, the first person had, like, an 82-pack. Then I'm like, I, I'm going to take Philip's picture and do this. Yeah. And uh, she thought you were a little, she called you a little Nas X impersonator. I was, like, slightly offended. And then I saw the rest of the message, and I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, I don't know why, like, I'm on, I'm on red alert with people lately. Like, it's more one of those things to where I'd rather just cuss you out than ask the explanation of why you chose to do what you did. I need to chill out. Uh, why have you been like that? I don't know. You know, like, since I've left Toledo and I got back here, like, I just have not been able to be, like, 100% healthy. And I don't know what it was. Like, yesterday, my body full-on attacked me. Like, I couldn't walk. I had aches and pains, but I, but I don't feel sick. And I just think that you know, like man flu, everything hurts and aches, so the world's against you, and mm-hmm. you just want to attack everything. So I think it's more so that. Uh, does it have anything to do with you being back home? As weird as that sounds for me to say. And, um, and I mean I their, and I mean their home. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. I think like the time change was a big factor, and then for some reason, everybody here is getting like this this weird head cold thing. And I got through that pretty fast, but I think that like I tried to jump back into regular life too quickly because I decided to like go out to a um, soul concert with one of my buddies, and we had some shots of tequila, which I think tequila made me sick. And then I went to the gym as well. I probably shouldn't have gone to the gym so early after being sick, so I just need to chill out, to be honest. Take a couple days, sit in your whatever you call your backyard, and look at Danny's uh, his new landscaping. <laughs> the, the fact that he dug up my garden um it's all right i mean it's cold here too so i'm not going outside do you Bye. know how, do you know how warm it is here today i i saw like i see the weather i don't understand yeah it's it's in the mid 80s and i think we're reaching the point where people are the the fall crazies are very they went from being very upset and kind of bothered to i think downright angry <laughs> why because they won, so they were picking apples at the uh, Apple Butter Festival on Sunday when it was like 83 and humid. And today Jesus. it's 85. Like summer has not relented, which I'm obviously totally fine by. But there, there's a weird experience. 
and you haven't been gone so long where you remember times like these um, when it's June and it's 58. But conversely, like this time of year, I took the dogs out today and I'm crunching through leaves, leaving my house because there's just a, an ocean of dead leaves. And oh yeah, by the way, it's 84 degrees right. out. It's it's very, un, it's discombobulating. It's so bizarre. Yeah. Um, well, a, it just reminds me how like the world is definitely coming to an end. Oh yeah, it's over. Um, hopefully later rather than sooner, but that's all relative. What what's what what are the fall activities that people do there? Oh, you're back. Hi, welcome back. Oh, I missed that. Say that one more time. What are your fall what are the fall activities people do there? Like here it's apple cider and apple picking and pumpkin spice this and that. And obviously we've got Halloween coming up. What are the fall activities people like there? Nothing. Like they don't do anything. They're so they're so fucking lame. Like it's football, right? Football on Saturday mornings. Is that a thing still? I'm not even sure when football ends. I think it's like a year round thing, like school. Um, nothing. Like I had to search for pumpkins to carve because nobody carves pumpkins. Nobody decorates the front of their place. Nobody. The kids don't trick or treat. That's not a thing at all. What they do is they have um, like Halloween parties, but like nobody dresses up. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not like a, it. it's not a real thing. Like the whole fall situation, the most the most like fall that they get is PSLs and they love their PSLs. They don't do pumpkin bread, they don't do pumpkin seeds, they don't do like the hot cider, they don't do apple cider at all. They don't do bobbing for apples. Like it's, it's just such a strange thing. They do long scars and PSLs. So is is Halloween there kind of like so I think you, you know a little bit like there are like a ton of Jewish holidays and there's only like a couple really big ones like Hanukkah, Passover, and then the high holidays in uh, in September. But there is literally like a Jewish holiday every week. Um, obviously, you've never seen me. You've probably barely seen me celebrate the big ones. But mm-hmm. do they treat Halloween over there like I treat most Jewish holidays and forget that it's even happening? Um, Basically, like it just it's not a thing. Like if I talk about it, people are like what the things that you do is an American thing. Like we don't do those things here. And I'm like, why not? They're like, we don't know. We just, we don't give kids candy. Kids don't take things from strangers here. We don't talk to each other like that. I'm like, okay. So another more evidence that we do a lot of dumb American shit over here that the rest of the world has the right idea by raising its eyebrow. What the hell we're doing? Like all, all the memes, like the, uh, the white trash cat meme that says the hell they do it over there. It's always (laughs) us doing some dumb shit. Yeah. I mean, and it's the same thing. Like I've, so I bought two pumpkins for Danny and I to carve and he thinks that I'm fucking crazy. He thinks I'm (laughs) insane, but we're carving these damn pumpkins. We're going to put fucking candles in them. They're going to go out front. I am 110% sure I'm going to wake up. My pumpkins are going to be gone by tomorrow, but I don't care. I'm still going to do it. It's just like, it's, I don't know. Like I want to do something and then I won't be in London for Christmas and I was going to buy a Christmas tree because we have really tall ceilings in our living room and I was going to I don't you know we don't care about Christmas really but I was gonna buy a Christmas tree and more so just invite people over to drink in our new place and to decorate the Christmas tree but I can't do that but even when I brought that up to people they were like well that's dumb I'll come over to drink I'm not gonna decorate your tree though and I said okay that's fine so my, those are my kind of people like when you need yeah. a when you need a, when you need a game or a holiday to drink that's a drinking problem <laughs> I come from Toledo. I can't help it. Right? No, 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 no. But you, yeah, it's, it's a different, different kind here, I guess. Um, Halloween. What else? Oh, so does this mean that no one's running out to see the Michael Myers movie tomorrow? There. 
that is a different thing. These fucking people are nuts when it comes to like scary movies and stuff. I will tell you, I put up on Instagram a while ago that I was going to do like a hocus pocus drinking game thing or whatever. Okay. And I got loads of people, loads of people who wanted to do that. They were like, yeah, let's do that. So when it comes to like the cinema and going to like live theater, scary stuff, like they're all about it. They don't have haunted houses, but they have um, like, uh, what are those things called? The escape you rooms. Go, it's not an escape room, but it's, it's like that. But it's like immersive theater. They have like a bunch of immersive theater stuff. Mm-hmm. And they have some scary ones. They have like some, uh, even though they shouldn't be doing it, like like the bio-apocalypse, you know, like when like the disease takes over and zombies or like it's like a, a really bad flu that happens. They have a lot of, of those immersive theater things are happening right now. So they like the scary, gory, disgusting stuff when it comes to watching it or being a part of it in a theater standing. So that movie's going to do really, really well. Like 110% is going to do well. All right. Um, I it's, I would love to go to the UK sometime, but it sounds like fall would not be my season there unless I was to take advantage of going to a, a football game. Although you're, you're right. Like they have like one month off, it seems, and then they come over here for practice matches and then the EPL picks up again in August. So it is almost year round. I don't even know what EPL stands for. Is that the Premier the, League? The English Premier League, yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I just learned Premier League like three three months ago because I didn't understand. I know we have like we have AFC and EFC in America. Right? I don't know. Those are movie ch- movie theater change. Oh wait, what are the two conferences for the NFL? Oh, the AFC and the NFC. Okay, yeah, they have like six of those here, right? And they're in different like rankings you can only be in one if you do well you get kicked down to a lower one if you don't do well right yeah relegation yeah. yeah so it's different from the conferences here like the AFC and NFC and the NFL are in the same league same footing same quality of play mostly um but as you go like i think it's the premier league and then right below it is the championship and then as you go down like through those six you there's lower and lower quality of play but you can rise up and be in better leagues if you're really good and I think if you have the finances to do it it's a, it's actually right. rather fascinating and quite foreign to many American sports fans but I like it like if you suck we kick you out of the league <laughs> and that was my thing I was confused about because I was like why are there so many teams like how do you get anything done how do you pick a winner and they were like well because they're not all in the same like league and I was like well it's it's all football what do you mean and they broke it down for me but you know what Mm-mm. I said, you know what? That sounds fascinating. I'm going to go back over here to people who don't do football. We, I think I asked you this before, and I always wanted someone's perspective, and then you moved there. It was always fascinating to me that they can have these mega teams, and it's all in, like, London and in England, which is mm-hmm. the size of, like, three states here, and they cram. It would be like cramming the Lakers, Cowboys, Dodgers and other big teams in one tiny spot, and somehow they all managed to fill stadiums with far fewer people than we have here. It's stunning to me. Yeah, I don't understand it either, to be honest. And they're massive stadiums, and they get they like you say full, like they're full, and they're still outside the stadiums hanging out, and still inside of pubs surrounding the stadiums hanging out. So I don't get it either, but it happens, and they love it. Um, back to your uh, to your new home thing. Um. I know you're getting all settled in and everything's like first time home ownership for you. And I want to run something by you, which I have encountered. Um, so every year I get a home warranty. It came with the house. Um, it's like any other warranty. Uh, it's a little bit like insurance almost, but it's 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 part insurance, part warranty. Basically, I spend like one year it was $500. The next year it was $600. And if the refrigerator doesn't work or if there's a plumbing issue, 
Um, I, I go through this website, they get a contractor who specializes in whatever it is. And then I have like a copay, it's like 75 or a hundred dollars. And then for that fee, um, they take care of just about everything. Like I had a massive, uh, heating issue as we were getting to the coldest days of the year, a couple of years ago. And it probably would have cost me hundreds of dollars to fix it, if not more. But because I have this insurance warranty thing, it cost me like 75 bucks. And um, I went to renew it, and it was $775. Oh. And um, so, like you, in, in all likelihood, I cannot do or fix anything in my home. Yep. Uh, this is why this is worth it for me to, to pay for this. But I wasn't going to pay that much. Now I'm shopping around a little bit. So if anybody that listens to this has insight on home warranties or the kind of thing that I'm talking about, um, I would, uh, I would appreciate some insight cause I've got to renew this, which I don't want to, or find a new one. And I think I did, but I, I don't know if the coverage is similar because I need the kind of coverage where if a door, if a doorknob falls off, I need someone to come fix that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We literally, I just bought a drill the other day because I couldn't get, I'm trying to paint this room right now. And the, the, the bracket for the curtain rod whoever put it in like it's in a concrete wall so whoever put it in they put that little plastic thing in and then the screw in too but the screws are too big for the plastic part so i couldn't get it out with a hand screwdriver so i had to go buy a drill fine dandy got it out but now i have a sander a power sander and a cordless drill and i'm done like i don't want any more tools and two of our radiators aren't working well like the one in the kitchen the one in danny's office is like well let's fix it I was like, what do you need to fix it? And he like started naming all these tools. And I was like, listen, I'm not trying to store tools in my house. Because if I store tools, that means I have to learn to fix shit. I'm not trying to fix shit. But we don't have that option here like you do for that service. I Mm -hmm. wish we did. I really do wish we did because that would be nice. But I don't think Danny would let us pay for it anyway. I think he just will want to try to fix stuff himself. Do you call a plumber or an electrician or something like that for whatever the issue might be? We would have to call a plumber for the radiators because it's all like hooked up to a boiler and mm-hmm. they're just they're just not working. And I don't know why they're not working. And if he fusses with it and he takes the boat off and for some reason he gets sprayed with like hot water or steam <laughs> or something. Right. Exactly. Like that freaks me out. So I told him like, really, really, we just need to call somebody. But he wants to try. So just like the backyard, I'm going to let him do what he wants to do and we'll see how it turns out. But at the same time, like, I'm really afraid he's going to end up So, but we'll see. He won't let me change light fixtures because he's scared I'm going to shock myself. But I know how to do that. But I'm going to, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We'll get somebody to do it. It's okay. When I first moved into the house, which will now be three years ago or so, um, I was asking a friend, like, should I buy this or that to get ready for the house? And I, I showed her a drill and it was like $24. It was like a Black Friday sale kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, not not high end or anything, but it, it was no more than like 30 bucks. But it was a very wise purchase. Like every time I use that thing or every time there's a project and it's like it calls for a drill or rather than screwing something, I can use my drill. It was well worth the $30. I think I'm going to feel that way as well because like I'm trying to do some stuff and I would like to not have somebody come in to do it. Like hang pictures. I want to put like a live wall, like a living wall up in the living room. Like there are some things I want to do. So that's why I was like, I don't mind buying a drill. But there is there is a cutoff point because I am not about to have like six different size monkey wrenches and a toolbox. I don't even know where to store that stuff in this place. Like I just can't do it. A, you said you have a power sander? Yeah, yeah. 
See, I bought that um, because I had this master idea. I wanted all my baseboards to go back to like the natural wood that it was. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it should be easy for me just to go through and sand the paint off. Shouldn't be that big of a deal. Fuck no. Like I did one baseboard upstairs in the living room. Like I have to show you a picture of it. Got some of the paint off, not all of it. It looks good. Don't get me wrong. It does look good. But it took me a total of like six hours just to get that one six, seven foot board done. I not doing that. So we're just going to pull the rest of them off and um, get some new ones. It's funny that you call them baseboards because that's what I've always called them. And then I was, as I was getting the house ready, I, I came across more, more people talking about um, home improvement things and everybody calls mm-hmm. them molding or moldings. I've always called them like, like you just said baseboards. Yeah. Cause there are baseboards. They're at the base of the floor and they're a board. They're right. baseboard. <laughs> right. And I, I, Mine are, uh, I never painted mine when I moved in. I painted everything else, but every now and then I look down or I look around one of the rooms, I go, what can I do to make this place pop a little bit more if I wanted to do something? And it's, it always comes back to painting the baseboards. And then I think, you know, I could do that. But then I realized that all the baseboards are essentially connected. Like they snake through mm-hmm. the house, they go through the door frames. And I'm like, holy shit, I can't do that. Right. That's the thing. Like I... And I want them to go all the way through the house and be the same. But then I think about it too. I'm like, well, if I do the baseboards, then I have to do like the door frames. Yep. And if I do the door frames and the banisters that are wood as well, I should banisters. do those too. So, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just got to get them all done. What do you call them? I call them Hand banisters. Rails? Yeah, I call oh, them banisters. Okay. Some people call them handrails, but I call them banisters. Uh, and also moldings are not baseboards. Moldings are things that are like up on the ceiling. Like if you go into like an old West End house and there's mm-hmm. like this beautiful like wood molding mind you on the ceiling like that's what a molding is to me you know what i mean like it's not it's not the baseboards like that's just a weird thing to call them i think i don't know um did uh did you hear about the the superman kid thing oh yes uh clark clark's son being bisexual yes and yeah i saw that obviously all kinds of people were did you see the dean kane video no i didn't what did he what like the old Superman from like Lois and Clark, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is like okay. a part-time Fox News contributor. So I'm sure you can oh, only Christ. imagine what his thoughts were. I could imagine. And I why? Why does he have anything to say about it? He was probably the worst of all Supermans that there ever was, to be honest. I like that show. I hated that show so much. I mean, for the time, it wasn't that cheesy. You look back on it now. But he's a pretty diehard conservative. And... I understand what he was getting at and everything is kind of louder and more bombastic on all the news channels. And I think his point was like, this is not any kind of innovation or cutting edge. You know, if they would have done this 20 years ago, it would have been, but now it's just going with the times. And if you just, if you strip away his, his zeal and angst over it, like he's absolutely right. It is just the times now. That's why it's not that big of a story for anybody unless Fox News calls you up and go, hey, do you want to yell about this? Right, yeah. I mean, when I first saw it, first of all, I couldn't get away from it. Like, I first saw it on Instagram and it seemed like every third or fourth scroll of a story, it was like that picture of him kissing the guy. And I thought to myself, like, first of all, I have a few, I have a couple of friends here who are bisexual and they are right now, like, up in arms about being bisexual and it being a conversation of like, I'm not in limbo between straight and gay. Like I just am bisexual. So like, I feel like for them, they were like, okay, well that's cool. But that really doesn't help us in our fight. And like you said, like it's such a, such a time right now to where like sexuality is so fluid 
eh, it's nice. It's cool. It's great. And I love that DC dip. And I love that, you know, they decided to attempt to make a big deal out of it. But at the same time, I was like, get this off my newsfeed. Like, I'm kind of overlooking at it. It's great. But I've already seen the gay and the straight and the bi and the sexual fluid characters in MCU and DC's you. So uh, tomorrow we get a Batman trailer. I'm very excited about that. Batman trailer uh, for sorry, Saturday for the Robert Pattinson movie. Oh my God, I forgot that was a thing. It this was going on for like six years. It was supposed to be out this March, but obviously COVID bumped everything back. Right. Oh. Um, wow. Th- are, you, are you excited for that? I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was not excited, but I was open-minded when Ben Affleck mm-hmm. got cast, at, which wasn't that long after yeah. The Dark Knight Rises. I think it, he might have been cast in like 2013 or 14, which was two years after the last Christian Bale movie. I didn't like it, and I, I kind of... Yeah took like old man get off my lawn offense when there was stuff that would float around and go who's your batman i'm like and and one of the options was ben affleck i'm like uh no the level of commitment (laughs) just wasn't there it wasn't yeah um but i'm looking forward to it because this one looks to have taken a lot of cues from the uh christopher nolan movies which were obviously very dark and gritty this will probably be like that in in a different direction, it'll probably be dark and gritty and uh, more crude and raw. With because it's supposed to be like a year one Batman story, year one, year two, or like year two, very early, like young Batman. So I'm yeah. looking forward to it, and I like Robert Pattinson a lot. Ever since like he, if you if you strip away all of his uh, Twilight movies and you right. don't know that he did those, you and you hold those against him now, you might think he is like one of your favorite actors because he's extremely talented. He is really talented, actually. Like, I do enjoy seeing him in things. I never saw Twilight for the fact that it was what it was. But, like, seeing him in Lighthouse and what was the circus movie? Lighthouse was incredible. Yeah. What was the circus movie? Elephant Without Water or Elephant? What was the name of that? Anyway, it doesn't matter. He 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 does a really, really good job. And actually, like, I mean, Kristen Stewart isn't that awful either. She did Charlie's Angels, which that was disgusting. I watched that the other day. But she's not that awful, to be honest with you, either. But I just don't see him being Batman. Like, it's just a difficult thing for me to envision him in that role. Playing playing Bruce Wayne, I think he'd be fine at. But playing Batman, I don't think that'd be a good thing. I'm in reverse. I think Batman, he can pull off and will. It's He has a very distinctive look. And even though I really like him as an actor, I was all for him being cast. I was like, he just doesn't have that look, like that really big jaw of, of Bruce right. Wayne. But... Um, I'm looking forward to it, and um, we'll uh, we'll get that thing on Saturday. I'm excited. Um, he's also not a he's also not superhero fit. He's really like he's skinny. He's a skinny man. I think that changed. It was, I was reading interviews with him during uh, like quarantine, and I guess he got stuck in London, or he lives there. Um, and this was like when things really shut down. So I'm guessing like April of last year or so, and he got stuck in a hotel where he was staying. I just couldn't go home. Whatever it was. And uh, he said, like, the studio sent him, like, an exercise ball and some some protein <laughs> shakes. And, like, here's what you want. we want you to do. We want you to work out in your room so you can stay fit and ready for the role. And then I guess after, okay. at, as he went through that, I read something else with him saying, um, with the way Hollywood and acting is now, like, you, you have to be fit and built to, to get a lot of these roles. If not... Um, you're not going to be getting as many, as many of the roles as you'd like. So he has adapted or, or taken on or adopted that fit lifestyle. You said it comes out Saturday? 
the trailer for it. Yeah, there was one okay. short trailer not that long ago. Uh, might have been a year now, but now I guess there will be a, a full two and a half, three minute trailer um, for some DC event that's happening on Saturday. Yeah, I need to check all that out because I I just need to see. Seeing is believing. I just need to see it. Uh, did you did you guys see Venom? No, but I know that Danny kind of wants to see it. Um, he's like a halfway fan of Tom Hardy, I do believe. But I think that he wasn't... He, he likes the Venom movies. He, lo- he loves Spider-Man, okay. point blank. Um, but I think that he liked the first Venom movie just enough to go see this one. But I don't think he likes Woody Harrelson. So I don't know. We're up in the air. It's up okay. to him before we go see it. If you like the first one, if, if you like the first one, you'll like the second one. It's the same thing. And Woody Harrelson, I'm not a big fan, but I... I, I act- Every time I see a Woody Harrelson thing, I'm like, oh, he was better than I expected him to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just weird for me to see Tom Harry in a, a Tom Hardy in a not so prestigious role because I'm so used to him being in prestigious roles with really powerful, talented acting. And here he's arguing with a, an alien that comes out of him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm still trying to like figure out how they're going to get like Venom and Spider-Man, like, really wrapped up into the rest of his MCU stuff, because I do believe that that's where all this is headed at some point in time as well. Uh, it's in the uh, it's in the credits thing, how that happens. Uh, oh, wait, did you already see it? Yeah. Uh, I should know. You already went and saw yeah, that. J- Josh and I went a couple of weeks ago. Tonight we're going to see The Last Duel. Uh, what is that? Uh, it's like a medieval movie. It's Adam Driver, oh, wow. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and Jodie Comer. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name right. Uh, is 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 there a lot of anticipation over where you live right now with Adele dropping a new song and new album soon? So much. Um, let me think. Uh, Monday it was or something like she dropped like a 20 second clip of just like an intro to a song, and you would have thought like the Beatles had come back or something like you thought that the queen had made a fucking album in London. It was everywhere. And then like, she did like this Instagram live or this Twitter live, not Twitter probably, but Instagram live. And I cannot get away from that either. I didn't even watch it. Like, but I've seen the clips of it so much. People here are just like ecstatic and that's fine. Like Adele makes great music and I love it. And she is from London. She doesn't want to live here anymore, but she's from London and people are ecstatic about it. And I dig that because I want to hear new music too, but it's just like, that's like that's that's her saving grace. Like Adele, they're in love with. They can't wait for this music. It's how the it's how the black gay community is with Rihanna. They want the new they want the new album. They want it now. And they're pissed if they don't get it. Uh, so the song comes out tomorrow. The album I think is like a month later, November nineteenth or something. And I was surprised to read. I, I I have been fascinated reading about her with all the press that she's doing because she's been gone for a long time. And the only thing we've known is she got divorced. That kid is now nine, I think, and yeah. uh, she lost a lot of weight. And so I think a lot like how Taylor Swift, her fans aged, and I don't know how much Gen Z got into recent Taylor Swift projects. Um, Adele is the same way. Like the people that loved her music when they were 22 are now in their thirties. And I'm curious to see how Gen Z accepts Adele, who I can almost assure you will not have the baby or young thug on any of these tracks. (laughs) Yeah, no, I doubt she will have any of that. But also, I mean, like it's that thing, right? To where your audience age and you age, she's obviously been through loads since she had a last album. So I think that's what people are more so excited of is to see what she's been going through, at least here. 
Did you see, like, I think it was Vogue. Did you see the photos that she took for them? Yeah, and I've been reading the articles, yeah. everything, yeah. Yeah, like, I think the photos threw me off just a little bit. And it just, like, it was one of those things, like, what's his name? Like, Carrie Style, when he changed up, like, his style and he was dressing more, like, 70s glam rock. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't know, I don't know what's happening here. But, I mean, he actually, I enjoyed his album, to be honest with you. Uh, so, I mean, like, we'll see what it is with Adele and what she comes up with. But people here are just, like, losing their shit over it. Yeah, it's got to be, like, Taylor Swift here, Rihanna. Um, who else would be a big artist that would pull off that kind of release with that kind of intensity and interest? I mean, that's, lo- that's loads of people, to be honest with you. But the, the thing that I'm really happy that everybody stopped doing was what Beyonce was doing. Oh, Beyonce. And all of a sudden, you wake up in the morning and, and there's, there's like 20 new fucking songs and people lose their mind. Like, that, that, that added to anxiousness for people. You know what I mean? Like, the people were like, hey, what am I going to wake up to tomorrow? Nicki Minaj is going to have an album out. Drake's going to have a new album out. Like, people were anxious as hell after when she started doing that. So I'm happy that that's over. I think it's Taylor Swift, Rihanna, and Beyonce. Though, and, and I don't even. I, I'm, maybe I'm missing a male, but maybe I'm missing a male artist. But I think those three are the only three that I can think of, after giving this a little bit more thought than off the top of my head, of people who you want to spend like the whole Friday and the whole weekend with their music because right. you're that excited for it. I, it. It's not that with Drake. It's no. not that with Justin Timberlake anymore. Um, I would say Harry Styles needs to like nail another big award-winning album before we're there. Um, Ed Sheeran stuff is fine, but that anticipation is not there. Like for those three women and in many ways, Adele too. Yeah. I mean, definitely in this country, it would, it would definitely be Adele would be at the top, but like it'd probably be Beyonce and then Adele, Adele and Rihanna probably fight for second, but yeah, it's that whole anticipation situation. And that was the other thing too. Speaking of men, like when, what was it, Kanye and Drake were, like, going edit for a little bit, or whatever the case may be. Nobody cared. Literally, zero fucking people cared. They were like, okay, well, who's going to just drop an album? And then Drake dropped his album, and his cover art got more conversation than the actual music got conversation. Was, and then, well, Kanye is Kanye, so... Was the... You talking about the recent Drake album, the Certified Lover Boy? Yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm sick of all his music. It's, not, it's all the same now at this point. Like, he just... It's just... It all sounds the same to me. Um, yeah, I would say his best music is behind him. I, I, I've come across a bunch of the songs from the album and I'm like, eh, it's fine. Like, it seems like he's content now to pave the way for other artists, which is fine. Like, that's what happens when you get older. You want to see how, if, if you want to leave a certain kind of legacy, you want to pass that on to others and, um, and let them shine and produce them and write for them and promote for right. them. And that's fine. I also, did you see, um, the, sh- the shit with Meek Mill and his, his cover art? No, what's up with him now? So Meek Mill got his tour bus, and I want to say that he was in Atlanta. He could have been anywhere, to be honest. But he was in like a parking lot, like a Walmart parking lot, and a fan took a picture and posted it on Twitter. And people went the fuck off because his cover art is like this caricatures of him, and then it's like a bunch of women with no clothes on, bent oh, over, spread eagle. Yeah, did you see it? And like people like kind of lost their mind about it. I can like, see I, why I mean, they would. Like this, I is, can see why they would too. This is pretty profane, <laughs> especially to be on the side of a bus. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like it's 
if they were dressed and I didn't see nipples, and I think that's her vagina hanging out, he'd exactly. probably be okay. Uh, if it means yeah. anything, it looks like Killer Mike defended him. Um, but I, you know, Meek, Meek Mill is, is the new Philly star. Um, and he's actually done a lot of good for, for helping people get out of jail who didn't deserve, who were right. over incarcerated. But I've never gotten mm-hmm. into Meek Mill. No, uh, not not at all. Oh, so I haven't I, either. I don't follow his stuff super closely, even though he's a Philly dude. No, but I think that that cover art's like it's, it's just another part of it. To be honest with you, like it's like he does he does he does great things, he does good things, and the man is stepping some money, and he's trying to do the best he can with that for himself and his neighborhood and his people, whatever the case may be. But yeah, like that cover art that caught my attention, and stuff like that has not caught my attention in a long time. And I was like, you could have made a better choice. Like you knew when somebody pulled that man up and said, we're going to roll around the country in this, you should have thought about that real hard and be like, "Mm, we should like bleep stuff out and, or just like not do it on the side of the bus. Like you can have the PG 18 version and then the PG 13 version of the bus, which side do you want to see? And then (laughs) they can put 18 on one side, 13 on the other. And depending on where they are, they'll just park the bus a certain way. You're right, and be done with it there. Um, a couple of last things. So the mayor revealed, so every, like almost every city is getting American Rescue Plan money um, because of COVID things. And I, I'm i guessing this stuff will all come from, you can't just wave a wand and make money appear. Um, I'm guessing this will be our taxes paying for this over years. But mm-hmm. the, the mayor's breakdown of, where the stuff is going, $80 million to avoid cuts to city services, $40 million to youth, recreation, and parks, $24 million on green and healthy housing, $19 million on safe and livable neighborhoods, $15 million on job creation and economic development, and a million to uh, to do the accounting for all this stuff. Now, I don't know like city government all that well. I don't know how to build cities or infrastructure, but... Those those seem to check a lot of boxes, specifically um, better housing, youth recreation and parks and livable neighborhoods. Because if we make all that stuff work, the problem that is plaguing so many cities and probably there too, you make better neighborhoods and better kids, better young adults, you'll have less crime. How much money is that? Like that's a hundred and eighty million dollars. So every city in America is getting one hundred and eighty million dollars. It it varies, I guess, on city size and how much need they have. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, that sounds great. Like, I love it 100%. Um, especially, like, some of the stuff, I guess, that they're spending the money on. But that's a lot. That's a lot of money. Like, I, I guess I'm just trying to fathom, like you said, like, where is the money coming from? Especially since, like, we don't have money. We're always in deficit, number one. But, like, the country almost shut down? Or the government almost yeah. shut down because of money and stuff? Like, we, what's... The last couple of weeks with the trillion-dollar Biden plan or whatever, like, they had to raise the debt ceiling. Like, th- these are things that go over my head. I don't... I'm I'm not any kind of economist. Um, but, yeah, the, the debt thing was, was a big issue. There was almost a shutdown. It got raised. Some people don't... I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know why we just can't... I don't know why we can't just make money. And I realize, like, something has to back up that money. Um, but, again, this is over my head. But I do... I am leery that, in some way, shape, or form, we're all going to wind up paying for this. There, nobody mm-hmm. is... Nobody from the government is handing out blank checks to give to whoever, whether it was us individuals last year or cities and municipalities now. Like, someone has to pay for it. 
Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, and that's probably going to dig in somebody's pocket. And as we all know, it's not going to dig into like, you know, those two, those one, two, three percenters pockets and dig into like our pockets, yeah. especially the person who doesn't live there. So that's crazy. You know, I got a letter actually. I got an email um, and I erased it. <laughs> I didn't even open it. And it was like Joe Biden's relief plan. I was like, fucking bullshit like i i was good i'm in i've just been in such moods lately because i haven't been feeling well and i read it and i and i or i didn't read it like i saw it and i read the headline and i was like I'm fucking reading this stuff like put it in a piece of paper i would have ripped it up but like i just like quickly deleted it from my email and like anger and rage for some reason so i guess that probably pertains to that didn't it it may have it may have um when you were here did you feel like a foreigner um so I didn't tell you this. Like I had a lot of anxiety doing a lot of things when I was there, and I don't know why. Um, like I just, you know, there's a there's a specific way that you know you are, we are in in the Midwest, especially in Toledo, Ohio, and like it goes down to like you know how we dress and how we say hello and how we say goodbye and all the rest of this stuff. Um, and I just felt a real huge anxiety, I suppose, like doing the things that I normally do, like even walking into Georgia's, I sat outside with Dom and my friend Johnny and I was smoking a cigarette and I had just left from the hotel and I looked at Dom and I was like, I have so much angst right now. And he's like, why? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know what to expect walking in here and it makes me feel strange. So I'm not sure I felt like a foreigner. I just felt like I wasn't in anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah, and maybe that just has something to do with the fact that, as you saw, a lot of the city has changed. Um, yeah. I, you know, I guess I can relate it to when I go downtown um, and I'll pop around different places and there's just new people living there, younger people. I'm like, who are right. you people? Like, And I was, yeah. there, I was there for eight years, so it was as home as any place has ever been to me. And then I see these unfamiliar faces at the Dirty Bird or walking around the ballpark or working somewhere. I'm like, who are you? Yeah, and that was the other thing, too. Like, I'm so used to, like, when I'm in Toledo, to, like, not getting too far without seeing somebody who I know and or recognize, or I could at least say, like, I've seen this person before. And I really didn't get too much of that. Like, again, uh, even at Georgia, somewhere where I probably spent three or four nights a week when I lived there right before I moved, like, being in there, I was like, who are these children? Like, who are these people? And even like Dom and Sam looked at me and they were like, we don't come here that much anymore. But like when we do, like, we don't know these people. And I was like, oh my God, we are the old men yep. in the gay bar. I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this at all. Yep. Before you know it, you're going to be in there with your newspaper and your Bud Light. <laughs> that would never happen. That oh, will never happen. Last thing. Did you watch the Chappelle uh, special? No, and I can't bring myself to do it because I'm already over it. I'm Got so it. already over it. And here's the thing, like, I I, I just, like, I don't, I don't want to, I can't tell somebody that's not in my marginalized group how to feel about anything. Um, but it's, uh, I'm going to say this, I know somebody's going to get really pissy about it. Like, it's Dave Chappelle. He has said stupid shit before. He has said stupid things against gays before. He has said things horrible against Asians before. And it's like, I, I wouldn't expect anything, but also to be honest with you, like I never was a big fan of Dave Chappelle. I never watched any of his specials. I never watched the Chappelle show, to be honest. The most I know about the Chappelle show is I'm Rich James, bitch. Like that's that's about it. And well, fuck your couch. And like, that's it. <laughs> and the guy that what's his face? Uh the guy that we had to run in at, at the studio. 
Oh my God, Dino um, Rawlings. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and uh, again, that he's a prime example. Like that's one of like his go tos, like one of his boys or whatever. I don't, I wouldn't fuck with Dino Rawlings. So like, I just don't with Dave Chappelle. So the fact that Netflix also backed him and said that they were going to keep it on or whatever. I mean, that's just. I think that's just them trying to like cover their own ass, and they probably had a real in-depth conversation with those who are gay and trans or whatever within the company. Um, and they probably talked legal about everything. Like, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of politics behind it. I'm good. Like, I don't need to watch it. I don't need to be a part of it. It's not my monkey, not my circus. Like you, I never watched the show. Never got into his stuff. I'm just not into comedy a whole lot. You saw my face when those comedians rolled through the studio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Except, except for the Cajun guy. Um, <laughs> but Some of the girls were funny, though. I did, I did enjoy when some of the girls were there, but, uh, you know. Just wasn't it wasn't my cup of tea. Any of them, no. Girl, this, especially the women. Like I know that they all looked at me really weird. Um, what was the uh, what was the older black lady with the long nails? The the all, va- all of them. Oh, the older black lady with the short hair and the nails. Like she wants to eat. Lunel. Yes, that one. <laughs> she came in horny. I'm like, sis, it is seven thirty in the morning. What are you doing? Like, don't touch me like that. I hated oh those God. days. Like, I had no problem helping out the funny bone. <laughs> but for every one that was, like, the Cajun guy was the best. Like, he was a great hang. For every one that was good and personable, there were three that didn't make me uncomfortable. But I'm like, can we just make this, can we do one segment, not two, please? Do you remember the Wayans boy? He came in and had his sunglasses on the whole yeah. time and didn't talk to us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember the, uh, remember that there was a middle-aged white guy, very average-looking guy. Um, a little bigger. He came in and off air. He asked us about. He's like, "What happened to the to the last guy?" Yes, <laughs> that was. Uh, the, the, remember the guy who used to come in? There was like two of them. They came in and they had a shtick, and like we didn't even get a chance to talk because like they went into like this like this mode of yep. like this is this is our thing and we're gonna do it. And we just like sat back and let it happen. Like, are you done? Like, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, oh. they were not my favorite days. But um, good times. So. I, I watched the Chappelle thing with about George Floyd, which was not so much a comedy special as it was just a searing commentary. It was also only like eight minutes or whatever. I think he did at the time that the guy was on George Floyd's neck. Like, I appreciated that. So that drew me into his world. So I, I watched the special, and um, the first 15 minutes, I was rolling on the floor. It kind of landed poorly, not in taste, but just it wasn't nearly as funny as the beginning. And... At least with him, while the jokes are evil and nasty to anyone who's marginalized, myself included, let me try to replay this joke. Something about, so these aliens visited Earth. I'll mess the joke up. But basically, he called, he said he was going to direct this movie and he was going to call it Space Jews. (laughs) And it was super funny. So at least, like, he's not, like, lowbrow and stupid. I think he analyzes the jokes and how they're constructed and he knows that the responses that he'll get, but it's not out of pure evil and hate. Like there is an intellect there. And I know that like your community, parts of my community, all these marginalized community goes, this is where hate comes from. And I get like, I see that perspective. I'd like to see some more of the studies of it. It's also, I guess I rub it up against, Video games make kids shoot people. 
No. Right, exactly. Yeah. Bad, bad mm-hmm. backgrounds, poor education, yeah. and lack of intellect makes people hate gays because Dave Chappelle made jokes about them or whatever else. Right. Like I, I, I do not feel the need to go run out and oh, I'll give you the one joke. He said it, and again, his, his delivery is so good. He's like, I'm Dave Chappelle. I'm here to, um, I know I've made jokes about the LGBT community before, like kind of like kissing up, like extending an olive branch. And he says, I'm here to negotiate the release of the baby. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. Loved it. I loved it. Um, yeah, it's good. I, again, like, I heard somebody say Dave Chappelle is great for the black community, but he's only great for, like, the cis black community and blah, 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 blah. And, like, it's what you said, honestly. Like, you don't you don't take comedians to heart most of the time. Like you may be a fan of theirs, but like they don't really, they don't guide your life. It's just, it's just a release. It's a form of entertainment. And that's how I know that I can just be like, it is what it is. It's fine. I get that. He's a big shot. He gets thousands of millions of people who listen to him and they hang on to his every word, but they hang on to his every word for an hour and a half and then they move on with their life. He's not a politician. He's not running the free world. A thousand percent. It's art. It's entertainment. And if someone was going to go, to something horrific to one of those marginalized communities um they were already thinking that and sure this person made them think it was okay but if it wasn't Chappelle it was somebody's tweet they would read some idiot mm-hmm. website and obviously mm-hmm. Chappelle has a big following but anyone with half a brain is just gonna laugh at the jokes and like you said move on and, it, and again it's art and entertainment it is not the president and leader of the free world tweeting things and not stopping uh, insurrectionist riots against the Capitol. Like, it's completely different. Like, that is a person whose word is supposed to be truly gospel, and he caused far more damage than Dave Chappelle in all his specials ever has. Ever will. Ever will as well. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not mad Netflix, not mad Dave Chappelle. I just, you know, I'm just good on that part. I don't have to watch it. That's what I know. Yeah, like I don't have to I don't I don't have to deal with it if I don't want to. Yeah. Um, What are you guys up to this weekend? Um, Well, Danny was meant to go have dinner with a friend tonight and his friend kind of bailed on him. So I think that we are going to maybe go have dinner. But we're definitely carving pumpkins because that shit's about to happen. I would like to see Um, those pictures and his disgust at carving pumpkins. Absolutely. We will we will do a play by play. I will have my camera up and ready. Um, I have to go to Brighton for a photo shoot. And besides that, we're just going to try to get this spare bedroom painted and together because I think his sister is going to pay us a visit in the next couple of weeks. So, Okay, good. Yeah. Um, Josh and I are what going are you to, up to this weekend? Yeah, Josh yeah. and I are going to go to the movie tonight. No plans tomorrow. Although, um, Angel Tipping has returned. Oh, she was in the military, right? Yep. She like peaced out. Yup. Right. And like okay. in in the bad places, like I think she was in Afghanistan. Um, I uh, I want her to come on the podcast and talk mm. about a lot of things, and she said she would, but she's back. Um, I don't. She kind of like snuck back into town, but I knew she was coming. She is performing with Ashley Cohn. Do you know Ashley? Oh, that sounds familiar. Uh, they're performing at Levi and Lilac tomorrow, and that which is the old Degage. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I want to go see her because I love her. And uh, Saturday morning, I'm helping Matt Lewis pack meals, and oh, nice. uh, that's really my weekend. Yeah. 
That's nice. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to talk to Angel if you get on the podcast and I have time as well. But what's the name of that movie you're going to see? The Last Duel. The Last Duel, right. I can remember that. I have to look up into that and see what it's about. Um, it's like are, you, the... are you? Go ahead. Go ahead. Are you going to see Dune? I think so, yeah. I'm not sure I want to do that. I haven't decided yet. Me and Daniel are on the on the, the fence with going to see Dune. It's a big sci-fi epic. Um, I like I love the cast. Uh, Vinny's like, you, there's supposed to be like a second or third part to the movie, and he's like, you know, they haven't even started working on that. So he's leaned me against it a little bit, but maybe the maybe that won't matter. The movie will just be so good, or maybe it will feel like we only watched the third of something. I don't know. Right. I, I, I'm not yeah. as deeply invested in because I don't. I didn't watch all, for all the nerd that's in me, all those 80s sci-fi movies, I never watched. Like, the first one I can recall, I didn't watch. The first one I can recall is Total Recall. But (laughs) Terminator, Terminator 2, Blade Runner, Dune, I didn't do any of those. Yeah, I didn't do any, I didn't mean, I didn't do Blade Runner, definitely. I did Terminators, but I did, I wasn't a huge fan of Dune. And then, um, I just know it's fucking long. Like, there's just a lot to it, so... I'm not sure, but we'll see. We'll see. This movie tonight is two and a half hours, so I told Josh, I'm like, oh. pack pack a snack. Right, yeah. You need like an interval. You need a lunch break in there. That's too much. Too much movie. Um, well, have a good weekend, and uh, tell Danny I said, what's up? He hasn't randomly texted me in a while, but I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we've both been ill, and we've just been trying to get our lives in order, So, but I'm sure he'll have something to say to you eventually, especially if we go see this movie. Get your life together already. I'm trying. You know, yesterday, my body full-on attacked me. Like, I thought I was just going to have to go to the hospital. Like, I couldn't barely walk down the stairs to get to bed. It was awful. It was awful. I almost pooped my pants this morning. That was how, That was the end of the, the pain and the suffering. It's ridiculous. You, this is getting older. It's never fun. It's not fun. I don't like it. It needs to stop. Stop right now at 34. Well, go get some rest. I'll, uh, I'll shoot you some texts, all right? All right. Talk to you soon. Later. Bye.